What's going on, guys? You're listening to Moonlight Madness on Weagle 91.1 from 7 to 8 p.m. every Thursday. I'm Jacob Goins, and over the next hour, I'll be discussing the hottest topics in sports around the country and around Auburn athletics. Follow me on Twitter at Goins2Jacob, that's G-O-I-N-S, the number two, Jacob, for all show updates and other sporting news. Let's get into the show. What's going on, guys? Welcome into Moonlight Madness here on Wego 91.1 FM. I'm your man, Jacob Goins. Happy Thursday night, everybody. It is March 3rd. We have officially hit one of, if not the best month for sports in all of America. Now that it's March, everything really starts to get cranked up. You've got college basketball now in the best month of the year. You have the NBA and the NHL really in the heart of their season with just about a month to go before they get into playoffs. Golf is starting to get ramped back up. Of course, baseball is supposed to be starting up soon, but that situation has been a disaster. So who knows when that'll start back up. But anyway, the month of March is without a doubt one of, if not the best month in all of sports in America. So happy March 3rd, happy Thursday night, hope you all are doing well. Spring break is next week for us here at Auburn University, so we're all looking forward to that. And for anybody that listens to this show on the regular, you know we have a pretty strict format of how I like to do things. We always have the big three, then we take a look around Auburn Athletics, then we take a look at the live score update from around the country, and we always finish off with what are the odds? But tonight, we're going to try to keep that same format, but it's going to be a little bit of just whatever I want to talk about. And it's just me tonight here by myself in the studio, the Bradley based in studio here on the campus of Auburn University. And it's just going to be me tonight. And like I said, it's going to be kind of whatever I want to talk about. And there's a reason for that. And. I'm not sure if many of you know, but a lot of you know I've said it on this show already with my new gig, my new job. Of course, I'm a senior. I'll be graduating very soon. Looking forward to that. And of course, I have a new job now. I've talked about it a couple times here on the show. I've got a new sports talk show over on ESPN 106.7 here in Auburn and Fox Sports Central Alabama 98.3 in Birmingham. It's called On the Line. It's myself and Noah Gardner. Him and I have a sports talk show over there Monday through Friday, 2 to 4 p.m. Central Time every week on ESPN 106.7 in Fox Sports Central Alabama 98.3 in Birmingham. And that's two hours a day, Monday through Friday. So I have that plus the new job itself at Auburn Network Incorporated doing a lot of work over there running all of their social media accounts. We have four different radio stations over there. So I'm running all the social medias. I am broadcasting a lot of Lee Scott Academy baseball right now, doing some of that with the Lee Scott Sports Network from Radio Alabama. And then I've still got school. So I've got a lot going on and a lot on my plate right now. And, you know, as the saying goes, there's a lot on my plate, so just get a bigger plate. Well, I say just eat it faster, you know what I'm saying, and just take it all in. And that's what I'm trying to do, and I'm really trying to move move into this new, this new area of my life and this new time of my life because I'm almost done with school, and 
I will be graduating in August, but I will be done with school at the end of this semester. And so what I'm trying to get at is I have a lot going on right now, but I do have a new sports talk show, and I'm on the air every single day for two hours, Monday through Friday over there. And with all of that being said, my show here, Moonlight Madness, on the, on Weagle 91.1, it's been fantastic for me to do. And it's been a lot of fun. It was my first gig, my first my first show to get on the air every single week. And it's been fantastic. I've had a lot of fun. Of course, I've had some people on here, Daniel Locke being the one that is most likely coming on uh, when you can listen to an episode. But nevertheless, it's been a lot of fun to be able to come in here once a week, get away from school, and get away from everything else going on in this crazy life of mine and come in here and just talk sports with you guys. But with that being said, in the announcement category for tonight, this will be, in fact, my last episode of Moonlight Madness. And the reason for that is just because I have everything else going on in my life. I have more responsibilities than I do time in a day. And, I mean, I, I'm, I'm busy seven days a week for seven and eight hours a day at least. And, unfortunately, this show, I'm not able to devote the time that I need to to really do this show and do it well and do it to the standard that I hold for myself. And at this point, I think it's just time for me to move on. And this show has been awesome. I've enjoyed this show so much. And like I said, this was my breakthrough getting onto the air. Because let's be honest, it's not easy to get on air. And I'm very thankful for WEGL, the radio station, the student-run radio station here at Auburn. And I'm very thankful for everything I've been able to do with this show. I'm very thankful for all the live sporting broadcast I've been able to do for Weagle Sports, whether it be Auburn soccer, Auburn volleyball, Auburn hockey and doing the sports like that, because that's ultimately what I want to do is do play-by-play for sports, and I've had incredible opportunities here to be able to do those things, and I'll, and I'll touch again on this near the end of the show, but I just wanted to make that known that this is the final episode of Moonlight Madness, and it, 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 it's sad because I really have enjoyed it, but I'm very thankful for the opportunity to be able to have done this last semester and then this semester, but it just came to a point where coming in here on Thursday nights, I just don't have the time to devote to this that I would like to, and it's time for me to move on, and that's okay. But make sure you go and you listen to On the Line. It's over on ESPN 106.7. You can search On the Line wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, this one, Moonlight Madness, will be uploaded this evening as soon as we get off the air. And you can always find it. It will be on Spotify and wherever else you have been listening to the podcast. They're still going to be there. And just after this week, there won't be any more uploaded. Um, But if you still want to listen to me and you like what I have to say, please go listen to my new show uh, on the line. I I would really appreciate you being able to do that for me and because that's where I'm going to be. And so just wanted to make that clear. I know I went on a little bit on that, but just wanted to update all the listeners about what's going on with my show. So with that, let's get into some sports because that's why you're here. We'll dive into that other stuff near the end, but let's talk about some sports because ultimately that's what we are here to do. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Let's talk about some Auburn basketball, okay? Auburn basketball last night went on the road to Mississippi State to Starkville, Mississippi, where the first half they looked fantastic. And there's no doubt 
and I have 100% confidence that everybody who is watching that game said, wow, this is what we've been waiting to see from Auburn basketball on the road. They had a 19-point lead at one time in the first half. Ended up being like a 14-point lead. They gave up six straight to end the half. And at that point, I was like, okay, we're still playing good. Auburn's still playing good basketball. They look good doing it. This looks fantastic. Well, then the second half came. And what did Auburn do? They blew a lead like they've done in almost every ball game this year. They have either, A, started out down by double digits, or they've gotten up by double digits, and they've blown it. That's happened in just about every game this season. And it's sad because I knew it was coming. Did you not? Did you think it was coming? Did you think that Auburn was going to blow that lead when they had that big lead at halftime? Honestly, th- tell me, do you? did you – think that they were going to blow it? Because I had that thought in the back of my mind. Part of me was saying, wow, maybe they're not going to blow it. Maybe they're just really going to beat the snot out of this team. But then the other half of me in the back of my head was like, man, here it comes again. Auburn up by double digits at halftime. We've seen this story before. We've read this book before. And sure enough, they blew it. And they let Mississippi State come back, take the lead. And then it was a battle down the stretch. And Auburn was able to get back in it, force overtime, and then KD Johnson took over, and this team scored, get this, they scored 21 points in the second half. They scored 40 in the first half, so in the first 20 minutes, Auburn basketball scored 40 points. In the second half, the second 20 minutes, they scored 21 points. So almost half of what they scored in the first half from the second half. And then... In the five-minute overtime period, they've played 40 minutes of basketball already. In the five-minute overtime period, they put up 20 points. They put up just as many points in the five-minute overtime as they did in the 20-minute second half. So what does that tell you about this team? Well, it tells you, A, they're capable of doing it. They're capable of scoring at a high rate. They're capable of running efficient offense. They're capable of running quality half-court offense. But then at the same time, it also shows, well, this team is very streaky. This team is very up and down. This team is has the – they have the, the ability or the potential. It's not the word I'm looking for, but they have the tendency to let their foot off the gas offensively and defensively. And that's not good. That's not good for Auburn basketball to be that way because that's what gets you beat in March. That's what gets you beat – in the NCAA tournament and make it you beat in the SEC tournament. And there's a lot to break down from this game, and I'll continue to do so on tonight's show because we're getting into the final couple of games of the season. They only have one regular season game left, Auburn does, at home on Saturday against South Carolina. And I still worry about this team. And what's crazy is this team has only four losses all year long. They have four losses all year long. Three in conference and four overall. They are 26-4 and four and 14-3 and three in conference play. And with that win last night, Auburn basketball claimed at least a share, at least a share of the regular season SEC title. Now, if they win on Saturday against South Carolina at home, which they should, they will be the outright SEC regular season champions. In the SEC, 
is arguably one of the best, if not the best, conference in college basketball this season. So for Auburn to be the champions, the regular season champions of that conference, which means you were the best team in the conference all year long, that's the difference between the regular season championship and the conference tournament championship. The conference tournament championship, that just determines who played best that week because there's only four four or five games that a team has to win. And I'm not saying it's easy, but that just determines who played best that week. I mean, Florida could go on a run and win the SEC tournament championship. That doesn't mean they're the best team in the SEC. That just means they, they got hot, played well, and beat the teams in front of them. When you do what Auburn's doing and you win the SEC regular season title, that means you are the best of the best throughout the entire two or three months of conference play. That means you beat every team in the SEC and you did it on a consistent basis. Now, Auburn didn't beat them all, but they survived. And they were the best within the SEC. They competed at the highest level and they beat the teams they needed to beat and they had the best record. So they're going to solidify that on Saturday. They host South Carolina at what will be then Neville Arena. That ceremony will be happening at the under-16 timeout, I believe, in the first half. It will not be. It will officially become Neville Arena. Auburn Arena will be in the past, and it will now be Neville Arena. But Auburn's going to take care of business against South Carolina. They will be your regular season SEC champs, and they're not going to share it with anybody. It will be Auburn's and Auburn alone who will be your regular season SEC champions. And then they'll have some days off, and they'll go in, to the SEC tournament and have a really good shot to win that tournament as well. well I'm going to continue breaking down Auburn basketball, their game against Mississippi State, and what is to come for this team coming down the stretch into March as they enter the SEC tournament and then the NCAA tournament. You're listening to Moonlight Madness here on Weagle 91.1 FM. Welcome back to Moonlight Madness here on Weagle 91.1 FM. I'm your man Jacob Goins. We are 15 minutes into tonight's show, which means we have 45 minutes left. And when we went to break, I was breaking down Auburn basketball. But, of course, they're coming off of the overtime victory against Mississippi State last night. I was breaking that down a little bit and just kind of previewing what Auburn has coming up. As we are now in March, the most important month in all of college basketball. And, of course, last night, Auburn... They win in overtime, 81-68 to in Starkville. And if you look at the stats, man, it's crazy. If you would cover up the fact that Auburn went to overtime with Mississippi State and you just looked at the box score, you'd think, wow, Auburn played pretty well. You know, Walker Kessler didn't play great. Alan Flanagan, of course, did not play great. But then everybody else, they played pretty good. You can't complain. But then Auburn, of course, they had the big lead in the first half, blew it in the second half, had to force their way to overtime. But then in overtime, something clicked, and something changed with this team. They did something that they have not done in a long time, which is win an SEC road game, and they did it. Now, I understand, and I've made this argument already today, yes, Auburn did it, and they found a way to win on the road in the SEC, but it's just Mississippi State. And they are not a tournament team, Mississippi State is. They're not a tournament team. They will not be in the big dance. They will be in the NIT somewhere doing what they want to do. But Auburn did find a way, and that's something that they have not been able to do 
in the last month to month and a half when they had to do it on the road. And they came together, and KD Johnson was a big, a big factor in that, a big part of that. But it doesn't matter. Auburn did figure out a way to win this basketball game. They faced a lot of adversity during the game. They have all over the past month. And they found a way to do it. And that's what is that's what a lot of people and a lot of Auburn fans right now are hanging their hat on. And that's not a bad take. And it's not wrong because they did figure out a way to do it. And they did come back and they did win that ball game. But where does Auburn go from here? Right? Where does Auburn basketball go after winning this basketball game? They're going to win on Saturday. They are probably going to blow South Carolina out of the gym um, just because the SEC regular season title officially is on the line. If they win, they will be the outright champions. Auburn is unstoppable at home. That has been proven. And not only Auburn, that's just most SEC teams. At least the top half of the SEC is unstoppable at home just about. And so Auburn, I have no no worries that Auburn will lose on Saturday. I think they win, and they win big. But then after that, where does Auburn go? How does Auburn play after this? Do they go to the SEC tournament and continue this streaky play of getting up big and then blowing leads or letting teams jump out on them early and playing lazy defense at times and taking ill-advised shots and not running a fish and half-court offense? Is that the Auburn we're going to see in Tampa? Or was last night's game for Auburn that game that clicked? Was this the Georgia game of 2019 where Chuma Okiki rose up and hit a a three-point jumper for the win to beat Georgia on the road where Auburn then took off? and became this powerhouse who ran all the way to the Final Four. I think last night could be that game for this year's Auburn team. It very well could be. But I've been wrong before already. But this one was a little different, because the ones that I said were games at home that they blew leads, and they used the home crowd to get them back in the game and ultimately help them win. Auburn did it last night on the road. And again, I understand that Mississippi State is not a team like it, they they are not a high quality team like Auburn is going to be seeing in the big dance. But Auburn still was able to do it. They were able to find a way, rely on their scorers and rely on their playmakers to come come in there and win that ball game after they let Mississippi State come all the way back and take the lead, have a bunch of momentum playing at home. And the Tigers were able to come back and do it. They were able to win that game at overtime and will their way to victory. Because they have more talent than anybody in the SEC and anybody in the country. That's just a fact. They have more talent than anybody in the country, Auburn does. So, I hope that last night was that game. I hope that last night was the the game where these guys were like, okay, we've been playing crappy ball for the past month, but now it's on. And now it's time for us to kick it in gear, start playing efficiently offensively and defensively, limit our turnovers, let's run some offense, and let's get our good guys, our good scorers, the basketball, and let's go and make a run, and let's try to compete for a national championship. Because this team can. This team could be one of the best teams in all of college basketball this year and could go down as one of the best teams that Auburn has ever had. 
That's very easy for this team to do. They have more talent, more skill, the best coach, the best shooters, and they also have the best player in college basketball, Jabari Smith. So this basketball team can go and do historical things for Auburn. But if they continue to play like they have been over the past month, they're not going to do any of those things. They're not going to win the SEC tournament title. They're not going to win the NCAA tournament. They will not be national champions if they don't fix how they are playing. Now, last night, like I said, last night's game could be that turning point. That could be where it all clicks for this team, where they think, okay, now it's time. Everything's on the line from here on out. Let's go, and let's win this thing. But nothing over the past month has given me the confidence that Auburn's going to change because Auburn's been the same team for the last four weeks, and the same problems have only gotten worse. The turnovers, the guard play, the inefficient half-court offense, play calling, not calling timeout when an opposing team makes a run, Allen Flanagan somehow still being a starter. All of these things are hurting Auburn tremendously. Being out-rebounded by 20-plus against teams that should not out-rebound you. All of these things are going to come back and bite Auburn and be the things that hold them back from being great if they don't fix them. And here's the moral of the story, folks. They're running out of time. They're running out of time to fix these problems because this isn't just showing him how to showing a guy a drill in practice on instead of doing it this way, do it this way, and all, the, all of a sudden it's magically fixed. These are things that should have already been trying to work on and fix throughout the regular season to get it right because, like I opened the show with, it's March, baby. It's March. Now is the time for you to be playing your best basketball. This is when you need to be hitting your stride and playing your absolute best. Because you know who else is going to start playing their best basketball? Everybody else in the tournament. And the ones that don't are the ones that get sent home. But the ones that go on and make runs and make Elite Eights and Final Fours and make a national championship and win a national title, those teams right now, as of March 3rd, are about to hit their stride if they haven't done so already. And Auburn has not done that. Okay, let's just get that clear. Auburn has not done that. But they can. And that's what I'm preaching. That's what I've been preaching on here. That's what I've been preaching on my other show on the line. I've been saying that. And I don't want to come off as an Auburn basketball hater because I'm not. I'm a huge Auburn basketball fan. I'm an Auburn student. I want Auburn to win it all. I want Auburn to win it all the final year that I'm in Auburn. How cool would that be, man? Auburn basketball, 2021-2022, NCAA national champions. That'd be so cool. My senior year of college and Auburn goes and wins a national title, that's a dream come true. But what I'm saying is Auburn's got to change some things, man. They've got to change a lot of their bad habits. And it comes down to decision-making, bad play, laziness at times. These are things that have got to be changed right here, right now. But look at it this way. If Auburn does change all of these things, college basketball better watch out, boy. They better watch out 
because Auburn will be so tough to beat. They will be so hard to beat if they can all start shooting the ball better, quit turning the ball over, grab some rebounds, and play like a team and run efficient offense. This team will be a buzzsaw in the NCAA tournament, and you better get out of the way because if you don't, they're going to cut right through you. I mean, this team has potential to be one of the best tournament teams of all time. And I'm serious. I am dead serious about that. Auburn, this team has potential to be one of the best tournament teams of all time, one of the best Auburn basketball teams of all time. You've got the best player in the country, Jabari Smith. You've got the best shot blocker in the country, Walker Kessler. You have one of the most, you have one of the most, the best point guard in the country, one of the most efficient point guards. That's what I was trying to say. One of the most efficient point guards in the country in Zepp Jasper. Now, he doesn't score a lot. He's been trying to do more, and I think he should. But with all of those things, and you have one of the best head coaches in college basketball in Bruce Pearl, put all of that together, you have a legit chance to go and win a national title. And I think Auburn can do it. I really do. I think they can, and if they put it together, they will. But right now, right now, it ain't happening, folks. I'm going to be really honest with you. It ain't happening right now. If Auburn continues to play the way they are playing right now, they will not win the national championship. They won't make the Final Four. They won't make the Elite Eight. They'll lose in the Sweet 16. And that's just a fact. They're going to get matched up against somebody that they're not going to be able to beat with all of their mistakes that they have and all their flaws that they have right now. And I don't want that to happen. I know you don't want that to happen. I especially don't want it to happen. Bruce Pearl and these Auburn players and coaches don't want it to happen. But it's now or never, man. That's what I'm trying to say. And after this break, we'll move on to a different topic. But that's what I'm trying to say is Auburn basketball has a legitimate chance to be one of the best Auburn basketball teams of all time, to be one of the best NCAA tournament teams of all time. But they've got some things to fix. And I'm not saying it can't be done because it can. But it's now or never. It's now or never for this Auburn basketball team. I want them to win. I hope they win. And we're going to see because we're about to find out real quick who this Auburn basketball team wants to be. We're about to figure it out because it's March. They have one game left against South Carolina on Saturday. If they win, they're the regular season SEC champs. Then they have three games in the SEC tournament, and then they have six games to win it all in the NCAA tournament. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll dive into another topic going on around the world in sports. You're listening to Moonlight Madness here on Weagle 91.1 FM. Welcome back to Moonlight Madness here on Weagle 91.1 FM. I'm your man Jacob Goins. We are halfway through the final episode of Moonlight Madness. It is Thursday, March 3rd. You heard me right. If you're just now tuning in, this is the final episode of Moonlight Madness. I am stepping away from my Weagle show here to turn my attention elsewhere to my new job, my new sports talk show with my new job, finish out school, and just kind of move on in my life. So it's been a lot of fun here, and but we've still got 30 minutes left on this show, so we're going to keep talking about a lot of sports because I know that's why you are here. 
So as we always start the second 30 minutes of the show, let's talk some Auburn athletics because right now this little window that we're in when it comes to Auburn sports is the busiest time of the year. There are all of the winter sports still in action, still wrapping up, and then all of the spring sports are officially underway. And so right now for Auburn, it is a busy, busy time in the athletic department. And also for War Eagle Productions, all of student media, it's a crazy time out there. But it's a lot of fun because, like I said, there's just a ton of Auburn sports going on, a lot of coverage being done. So make sure you're paying attention to whatever outlet because there's a lot of Auburn sports going on. There's nothing tonight, but listen to all the events going on tomorrow, Friday, March 4th. Men's tennis is home against LSU. Equestrian is at the University of Georgia. Women's tennis at home versus Vanderbilt. Softball has a home, has a home series this weekend, starting with North Carolina A&T. And then Toledo, they have a doubleheader on Friday. They also have a doubleheader on Saturday as well. Baseball starting a three-game week or a four-game weekend series against Rhode Island. They have a game Friday, doubleheader Saturday, and a game on Sunday. And then gymnastics is at home Friday tomorrow night against Florida. So those are the events on Friday. And then on Saturday, you have baseball doubleheader against Rhode Island, men's basketball at home versus South Carolina, softball at home versus Toledo, and then the second one of the doubleheader, softball versus North Carolina A&T. Women's basketball just wrapped up. They lost in the first round of the women's SEC tournament. They lost against Alabama, so their season is done But Coach Jay did a fantastic job with that women's basketball team. Got them three ranked wins on the year, pulled in a top 25 recruiting class. And this is just year one, folks. So make sure you stick with Auburn women's basketball. They are going to be a force to be reckoned with in the SEC in just a couple of years. So make sure you stay on that. But going back to the schedule, it's a busy week, weekend, I should say, in Auburn athletics. I know myself, I will be going to the basketball game on Saturday, a softball game on Saturday, trying to go to the gymnastics meet tomorrow night, maybe a baseball game this weekend. A lot going on in Auburn athletics. We've been breaking down Auburn basketball quite a bit. And I do want to say this, for all of these winter and spring sports, especially if you live here in Auburn, especially if you're a student, get out to all of these events. Because everything I just listed off, all of those sports, tennis, equestrian, softball, baseball, basketball, gymnastics, it's all free for students. So if you're an Auburn student and you're tuned in right now and you're trying to think, what am I going to do with my weekend? What am I going to do with the weekend leading into spring break and you're not going anywhere? Go to some Auburn sporting events because it's free and they're entertaining. I've been to most of these and they're all really fun and entertaining and you may as well go. And if you're not a student and you're coming into town for the weekend for the basketball game, come in a night early. Go to the gymnastics meet Friday night or stick around and go to the softball and baseball games on Saturday and Sunday because it's a lot of fun. You can get decently priced tickets. A lot of them are double headers for baseball, softball on Saturday. So I just encourage that you go to some of these events because it's a busy time in Auburn and it's a great, it's the best time if you want to support multiple different Auburn athletic teams. But of course, tomorrow night, gymnastics versus Florida. Auburn Gymnastics is one of the best teams in the country. They have had a lot of their meets broadcasted live on SEC Network, ESPN, and ESPN2. 
they've had a lot of their meets on TV. And, of course, one of the main reasons is the gold medalist Olympian, Suni, Suni Lee, who is just an unbelievable talent. It's, it's, it's really unbelievable and just incredible to watch her go to work when she does gymnastics because the SEC, as it is in almost every other sport, is probably the best conference in all of gymnastics. And when you watch these girls do what they do, whether it's on bars or on floor or on beam or on the vault, they're all so good and so talented and skilled. And this is not my bias when I talk about Suni Lee, but when you watch her, it's a whole nother level, man. It is a whole nother level of what she does. It's just more smooth, more fluent. It looks easy. She makes it look like I could go out there and do it, and I promise you I could not. She makes it look so elegant when she does it and she just and she's doing moves and routines that have not even been heard of she is creating her own routines on these different events she's having to submit it to a committee and get it approved by the judges in gymnastics before her Friday night meets so she can do these different routines and different twists and moves and stuff in her meets and in her routine she's literally having to create her own moves and routines because she's that good and she's having to get it approved from judges within the gymnastics association whatever it's called and have to get it approved because she's creating her own skills isn't that unbelievable and this girl is an 18 year old gymnast freshman at Auburn University it's wild to see so if you have not watched her either on tv or in person I highly encourage that you do so because she is just an unbelievable talent. And the SEC as a whole is just really, really good in gymnastics. I mean, they have tons of ranked teams inside of the top 25. They have teams that will go on and compete for national titles. And Auburn is up there with them. And even when you take SUNY Lee off of that gymnastics team, they are still a top 10 team in the country. And that's what makes them so dangerous, because not only is she fantastic – Everybody else on that team is fantastic as well. In all four events, Auburn is dominating teams when they compete in gymnastics. So, again, if you have not seen Auburn Gymnastics, if you have not seen Suni Lee and all the other girls on the team, A, I recommend that you try to find something on TV because almost all of their meets are broadcasted on TV right now. And B, if you're in Auburn, I encourage that you go. They're a lot of fun. The crowds have been huge for Auburn Gymnastics. It's almost like going to a basketball game because everybody wants to get in and see this team compete at a high level. It's a lot of fun to watch. So I do recommend that you go and do that. But not only Auburn gymnastics, the spring sports are underway. Auburn baseball and Auburn softball are underway. Of course, Auburn baseball playing over at Plainsman Park. They have a four-game series this weekend, starting with Rhode Island tomorrow night. They have a doubleheader on Saturday, and they will wrap it up on Sunday. They've had a shaky start to the beginning of this season, and they were not predicted to be super high in the SEC. But again, SEC baseball, and the story will be the same when I talk about softball in a minute. The SEC is one of the, if not the, best conference in the sport. And if you're Auburn baseball, they had a three-game series to open up the season in Texas. They went 2-1 and one in that series where they also beat a ranked Texas Tech team. And... You know, they, they looked decent. Looked, they didn't look bad. They had some ups. They had some downs. But then last weekend they had a series against Yale, 
at home, a team Yale had not played but 10 games in three years of baseball. And Auburn went 2-1, and one, and in those two wins, they had to have a walk-off to do it. And so I'm not hating on this team. There's a lot to be fixed with this team. They're still trying to get their pitching rotation down. They're still trying to get the bats working, which was the problem last season. And I think if they can get those things accomplished here in non-conference play, they're going to be okay. But the problem with the SEC is you have to get a lot of your wins in non-conference play because the SEC is just so hard and so competitive in SEC baseball that for a team like Auburn, it's going to be hard to pick up wins in conference play, especially with them trying to rebuild this year because that's what it is. It's a rebuilding year. And you can't rely on picking up many, many wins in the SEC when you're trying to make when you're trying to make it to postseason play if you're Auburn. So they've got a lot of work to do. They should pick up a, some easy victories this weekend against Rhode Island, another northern team coming down to play here in the heat of the south. So I look for Auburn baseball to get a lot of pitching rotation in this weekend, get the bats working, get a lot of confidence, a four-game sweep, it's what you expect if you're Auburn this weekend. There's no reason you can't beat Rhode Island in four games because, let's just be honest, the good teams in the SEC and the great teams in college baseball, they win these types of games. They win these series in non-conference play because that's what they're there to do. You're, they're there to win these games and get you ready for conference play. So, again, if you're in Auburn this weekend, try and go – and watch some Auburn baseball, at least just keep up with it. It is hard to watch college baseball on TV just because they don't broadcast it a whole lot, unfortunately. And I wish they would, especially with the MLB not going to be playing for a while. So I really, really wish they could find a way to broadcast more college baseball because it is a lot of fun. But do the best you can. Keep up with Auburn baseball. They, like I said, rebuilding year, but... They have a lot of potential, and they're going to be good again because Butch Thompson is one of the best coaches. That is at Auburn, and he's going to get the job done. And, of course, the other one, Auburn softball. They have been off to a hot start this season. They've played quite a few games already, but they are – I mean, they're off to a hot start. I mean, that's just – that's the best way to put it because they have beaten some pretty good teams, and they are taking care of business in non-conference play. They they opened the, the, the season with a couple of big wins. They started out 5-0. and Yeah, they started out 5-0, and and then they went down to Florida, and they played in a, conference, or a non-conference tournament with Texas Tech, Wisconsin, Texas, UCLA, and USF. They won the first two games, Texas Tech and Wisconsin. Then they beat number 11, Texas, 6-2. to then they faced up against number three UCLA. They ran into a bus all that afternoon. They lost nine to zero. But then they turned around and beat USF. So they went five and one in that tournament. The only loss was to the number three team in the country. And then all they've done since is win, 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 and win. That's all they've done since that loss to UCLA. And so this weekend they it's called the Jane B. Moore Invitational. It's Auburn's tournament that they host every year for softball. They have North Carolina A and T, Toledo, Toledo again, North Carolina A and T and Chattanooga, so a busy weekend for this Auburn softball team, and then they will wrap up non-conference play on March 9th. It's a Wednesday at Alabama State before they host Texas A&M March 11th, 12th, and 13th as they kick off SEC play. And, of course, in between some of those SEC 
opponents. They have some non-conference teams, but that'll that'll they'll start to be in the heart or in the heart, excuse me, of conference play for Auburn softball. But man, they're 16 and one right now overall. They haven't lost at home. They've won eight games straight. They haven't lost on the road either. Their only loss was a neutral side in that tournament. So this team is putting up some runs, and that's the thing they have going for them is their bats. They have scored in every game this season besides the UCLA game. And in their their last games, they've put up nine runs, seven runs, nine runs, two runs, nine runs, and three runs. So they have put on a lot of – they've been hitting the ball. Let's just say that Auburn softball has. And if you've never watched a softball game – they're a lot of fun. They're very entertaining. A lot of action. It's very quick. It's a lot faster than baseball. A lot more action in the field than baseball. So I highly recommend that you watch college softball as well. If you're going to be in Auburn this weekend, I highly recommend that you try and go and watch some Auburn softball at Moore Field. It's after the basketball game on Saturday. Try to go catch a game or two if you can. And just support Auburn athletics. It's a great time to be an Auburn Tiger here in Auburn, Alabama. Well, when we come back, we're going to have the final segment of the show. You're listening to Moonlight Madness here on Weagle 91.1 FM. Welcome back to Moonlight Madness here on Weagle 91.1 FM. I'm your man, Jacob Goins. We are entering the final segment of the show on the final episode of the show. This has been Moonlight Madness here on WEGL 91.1 FM. Of course, I announced that tonight is the last episode of Moonlight Madness. I'll get into that in just a couple of minutes. But let's end the show like we have every single time with everybody's favorite segment, What Are the Odds? So last week on the show, I gave you three college basketball picks, two for the Thursday night slate, and then I predicted the Auburn basketball game at Tennessee. I was in Knoxville last weekend, made a little road trip. Of course, Auburn lost, and I picked them to win. And I ended up being 2-1 and one last week. I hit the other two games, so... I was 2 and 1 last week. That puts me at 14 and 7 overall for this semester. So that's 2 to 1 ratio. That's still pretty good, folks, if you ask me. So if you've been riding with me, you're welcome. I'll take checks or cash, whichever one you got. But I have a couple picks for you tonight on the Thursday night slate. It's a little tough because there's just not a whole lot of good college basketball on Thursday nights. And a lot of the games have already started, unfortunately, like that Ohio State-Michigan State game. Ohio State is currently on top 74-60. to 60. That's wild. Did not expect that. But I'm going to see if I can find you a game where, you know, if you, if you have some confidence. Here you go. All right. Number two, Arizona hosting Stanford. Now, Arizona's 26-3. They're the second team in the country. I know they're good. And Stanford is not that good. They are 15-3. They've lost four of the last five. They Wow. <laughs> In their last game, they scored 39 total points. So not that good. So I'm going to stay away from that. I was about to say that Arizona is minus 18.5. I was going to say take Stanford plus 18.5 because that's a lot of points. But Arizona may drop 100 on these guys, and I don't know if Stanford can score 50. So we're going to stay away from from that. Here's the game tonight. 8 o'clock FS1, Iowa, number 24 Iowa at the Michigan Wolverines. Michigan is the the favorite. Iowa as the ranked team is a dog tonight at Michigan. I like Iowa straight up. I think Iowa money line. I think the Hawkeyes are going to win this basketball game. I think they're playing better basketball. There was a time this season where they did not have a quad one win. That was just a couple of weeks ago. 
They've since turned it on, and they're playing a lot better basketball. So give me the Iowa Hawkeyes. Straight up, money line, they are going to win this basketball game. That's 8 o'clock on FS1. So if you're listening live, it's about to go on. So, you know, just keep that one in mind. I like the Hawkeyes tonight at Michigan. And then see if I can find you one more. Oregon at Washington, 9 o'clock on the Pac-12 Network. I like Oregon. They have not played great. They've lost three out of their last five. But they're playing decent. And Washington is has lost four of their last five. And Oregon is a five-and-a-half-point favorite, minus five-and-a-half on the road at Washington. Give me the Ducks tonight. I think Oregon can walk in there and win that by six or more points. I'll take the Oregon Ducks tonight on the road at Washington, 9 o'clock on the Pac-12 network. And then a straight-up prediction, folks. I've talked about Auburn basketball. I talked about them for the first 30 minutes of this show tonight. And again, my my two picks for tonight, I have Oregon minus 5.5 on the road at Washington, and I have Iowa money line against Michigan. But here's my prediction, okay? Auburn basketball, they're going to win on Saturday. They're going to beat South Carolina, which means they will be your SEC regular season champs. And I want to make a prediction, but it's kind of hard because it really depends on how Auburn looks in the SEC tournament. If Auburn looks good in the SEC tournament, I will pick them to win the national championship. If Auburn looks good in the SEC tournament and has fixed their problems and looks like the basketball team they should and can be, I will pick them to win it all. But if we get to next week in Tampa and Auburn is the same team they've been for the last month and a half, they're not going to win it, folks. But if I have to make a prediction on here, since it is the last show, I will do so. And I'm going to trust in Bruce Pearl as a head coach. I'm going to trust in the the athleticism on this basketball team. I'm going to trust in the talent on this basketball team. I'm going to trust in the number one player in the country, the potential and will be number one overall pick in the NBA draft, Jabari Smith. I'm going to trust in the point guard play from Wendell Green, KD Johnson, and Zepp Jasper that they are going to get it together. I'm going to trust in the shot, the nation's leading shot blocker, Walker Kessler. Hopefully his shoulder's okay. He was wearing a brace last night. Hopefully he's getting better. I'm going to trust in this coaching staff that has been one of the best coaching staffs in all of college basketball. I'm going to trust in all of that. I'm going to trust Auburn fans traveling in the tournament, giving this team the the best chance at a home environment they can get. And with all of those things, I'm going to trust in Auburn. And I'm going to make the prediction that they go and they win the national title. This Auburn basketball team is going to be your 2021-2022 NCAA tournament champions. That's my prediction because I trust in all of those things I just said. Now, if they don't do those things, then they're going to lose pretty quickly. But I have faith and trust, I hope, that Auburn can pull it together because it would be history. It would absolutely be history if Auburn could pull that off. So there it is, folks. That's my prediction. I believe Auburn basketball was going to go and win the national title. I think it's going to be a fantastic tournament, though, if I just want to say that. It's going to be a fantastic tournament. It's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of upsets, so get ready. And make sure you have three or four TVs on because it's going to be a lot of fun in 
March Madness. But that's the final biggest prediction that I'm going to make on this show. Auburn basketball, they're going to go and win the national title. Well, folks, with just a few more minutes to go of this final episode of Moonlight Madness here on Weagle 91.1 FM, I just want to say thank you to everybody that's listened over the past two semesters, everybody that has tuned into the podcast, wherever you get your podcast, Moonlight Madness. I just want to thank everybody who's listened live, who's tuned into the podcast, who's come on the show, especially Daniel Locke. He's been one of the guys that has come on here numerous times with me. Everybody that has helped me get this show off the ground when I first started here at Weagle last semester. I know I haven't been here long, but it's been a lot of fun, man, and it's been it's been a very surreal experience. I've gotten, I've made a lot of friends here, gotten a lot of experience, and for a guy that didn't know what he wanted to do with his time in college and after college, Weagle definitely helped me find what I wanted to do, and that's to be in sports radio and sports talk and sports broadcasting. And the things that I've done here at Weagle have led to my job now that I have. It has led me to my new sports talk show. Again, that's on the line over on ESPN 106.7. You can search on the line wherever you get your podcast. Not calling you to do anything, just that's where I'm going, and that's why this show is not going to exist anymore. So just letting you know that's where I will be if you want to tune in and, and keep up with what I'm doing. And Weagle has given me a lot of opportunities to do play-by-play and color commentary for sports broadcasting because play-by-play is what I want to do. It is, it's what I enjoy. It's what I love. It's what I have discovered I have wanted to do. And Weagle is the reason that I have discovered that. I've gotten to call some Auburn soccer games. I got to call a, a Auburn soccer NCAA tournament game with my good friend Aiden Kowalski. I've called multiple, multiple Auburn volleyball games, color and play-by-play. Gotten to see a lot of the progression from Auburn volleyball this season. I've called a lot of Auburn hockey this season. Shout out to Jack Hart for giving me the reins on that a little bit and gotten to call some fantastic Auburn hockey games, man. And it's I figured out that that is what I love to do and that is what I want to do with my life. And, and Weagle has given me all of these opportunities to do so. I've covered a lot of events for basketball, football, and other Auburn sporting events, gotten to write a lot of articles for Auburn and for Weagle on Auburn sports. So to give me that that type of coverage as well, a lot of men and women's basketball. And I've really just been able to do so much here that I never thought I could actually be able to do. So many different opportunities here at Weagle that I never even knew were possible. And so... If anybody is listening that you're not in student media, whether it's Weagle or the Plainsman or Eagle Eye or wherever you're at in the country, if you are going to college or even in high school, if you are you know, lucky enough to have that opportunity, get into student media. If you are wanting to be in this field, in journalism, in media, go be a part of student media. Because I didn't know how important it was until I got into it. And it's scary. It's hard. And it was not easy for me to come in here and decide to be, um, try to be a member of, of a radio station. I had no idea what I was doing, but I figured it out. I've had a lot of good people help me along the way, teach me what I need to know, and it's led to some incredible opportunities. And it's been a lot of fun. At the end of the day, it's been a lot of fun. So if you're out there and you are wondering if this is the thing for you, go do it. Go get involved. Go do something. Because A, you're going to learn a heck of a lot more than you will in a classroom or not doing anything at all. B, you're going to make a lot of friends and see 
you're going to have a lot of fun doing it. And so, again, I just want to thank everybody that has had an impact on me here at Weagle, here at Auburn, to help me get this show off the ground, to help me get live sports broadcasting experience under my belt, and everything else, all the friendships and all the people I've come across here at Weagle as well. It's been a lot of fun, and I am going to miss it, but I'm excited for the new opportunities and the new stage of my life once I graduate and continue working in this job and having other radio shows and more play-by-play opportunities. So again, I want to thank everybody that's ever tuned in, tuned in live, tuned in on the podcast, listened on Transistor, wherever you are listening or have ever listened. I just want to say thank you. I really do appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun, but my time has come to end Moonlight Madness. And that is going to do it for me here tonight. This is the final episode of Moonlight Madness here on Weagle 91.1 FM. I've been your host, Jacob Goins. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Goins2Jacob. That is G-O-I-N-S, the number two, J-A-C-O-B. For all show updates on my new show, anything else going on in the sporting world, you can keep up with me and what I'm doing. And I hope, you know, I hope that I'm off and doing great things and you can keep up with me, keep up with me along the way. And so thank you all again very much for every time you've tuned in, every podcast you've listened to. I really do appreciate it, and it's been a lot of fun. And so, for the final time, this is it. Have a great night. War Eagle. Thanks for listening to Moonlight Madness. Tune in next Thursday at 7 right here on Weagle 91.1 FM Auburn. If you ever miss a show, just search Moonlight Madness on your podcast app of choice. Tune in next time for Moonlight Madness, Thursdays at 7 right here on Weagle 91.1 FM. Thank you.